sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League Podcast. I'm Steve. With me, as always, as at this point, you might you must know, Chris and Fabs. We're the same three people, okay? We're going to have to come up with a cool nickname, I guess. But we are helping you get through the lockout that continues to rage on in baseball. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to do, we're going to do a little update, kind of get a sense of where we are with things. Which is to say... It is a sad day because as we record this, I don't know when this will be out, but as we record, it's February 15th, and today was the day, boys, that pitchers and catchers were supposed to report to spring yeah. training. Yeah. Going <sighs> out of 40 as so, we speak. Yes. Not only that, but we are now here's, – here's the timeline. I believe all the other players were supposed to report around February 20th. First full squad workout February 21st. And the Cleveland Guardians, I believe their first game in Cactus League play was would be February 26th against the Reds at Goodyear Ballpark. None of which is happening. And least, it's all becoming very real at this point. At least not yet. I'll well, dive into, I'll dive into a little bit more from some of the things that I've been reading. As, all right. Well, we, let's. Well, or let's do we want to jump off with that? I think. Well, I think I'm, I might have a more grim outlook on this than you do. It sounds like you might have more optimism. I, yeah, I do well, too. I have a. I'm not coming from a place I'm, of of hope. I'm. <laughs> I'm trying to remain optimistic because, like you said, I mean, we're now into day 75 of the lockout. Let's not forget that, folks. Let's, let, let's let's I'm gonna I'm gonna soapbox this before I get in there. If the owners well, wanted, be, if the billionaire well owners one. wanted to end this, they could. Yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. that is true. Yes, they could. I'm neither a billionaire nor a millionaire, so quite frankly, both groups can piss off. As far as I'm concerned, but I'm going to side with probably the players, the millionaires in this. Nine out of ten. Well, times. here's the thing, though, is they, well, I mean, clearly the players deserve to get paid more yes. than what they're getting paid now. And I mean, the news just came out, I believe, today or the mm-hmm. day before that Major League Baseball is looking to to kill more minor, minor leagues. leagues jobs yeah. and like re- even like reduce pay yeah. for players. So, Which you know, you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking about like guys who suffer for years and years in the minors, and then yeah, they might make a ba- an average or a minimum salary of like five hundred some thousand dollars. But like, even if they played for a couple years, I don't even know if that would remotely pay for all of the time spent. In no, those you break it so that's a great point because yeah. I did the I was doing the math, and the league minimum is. 575 or something like that, right? So there's no reason why that can't get jacked up to 775. You know, an extra $200,000 for these guys. Yep. Major League for Baseball. For most players. Yeah. Major League like Baseball has the lowest, as it currently stands, the lowest league minimum and by far the longest season. 
Hmm. Hockey league min is seven hundred seventy five thousand. NFL, it's like six fifty. You have roster fifty three people in the NFL. Yeah, the basketball <laughs> Not to the number of games. Yeah, yeah, not. Uh, well, not to mention, guys, No, there's no other league where guys play in the minors as long. And then mm-hmm. once you get to the professionals, the, the pro league, I don't know why I said like that. But once you get to the league, you then spend numerous years making league minimum before you can yeah. even get to arbitration, which is still laughably low in sure. most cases. <laughs> so it's certainly yeah, you know, need to have like an eight year career. To really get paid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these guys who like make league minimum for four or five years, they're walking out the door with, you know, $2 million to their name, basically, when it's all said and done. And that's a nice chunk of change. Don't get me wrong. But that's over. Well, that's pre-taxes, too. So you're really walking away with a million dollars. And if you, you don't have other skill set, like. That that's a lot of money, but that's only going to last so long. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, yeah. It's that's all pre taxes. Yeah, I mean, you're probably most guys, you know, and and that's that's after ten years of of you know minor leagues and and the bigs, maybe if not longer, maybe twelve or thirteen years. You could average out. Say you played. Say you played. Yeah, like. <clears throat> two to three years in the majors, you know, you're making them say you're Jason Donald. We, in another episode, you will hear us talk about Jason Donald, former Indians infielder played three seasons. Okay. Parts of three seasons. We'll call it a million and a half that he made in his pro career. And you're, and, and, and say you, you know, say, call it, call it a million, you know, with taxes or whatever. Yeah. yeah, uh, easy. If not less, yeah. you factor yeah. in, the years that he spent in the minors and then you go, okay, well, if it's a million divided by the three seasons in baseball, plus the four or five, six years in the minors, depending on when he entered, it's like, well, wait a minute. All of a sudden I'm like, you know, Oh yeah, that might be a pretty good salary for somebody, but like, not really like for what he's doing for being like for a pro sport, like for, yeah, being a a pro athlete. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'll actually have to post this picture because this is kind of a great summation of it too. Because a lot of these guys, I mean, you can't retire on that. I mean, it's a a nice leg Worked in an office after like Jason Donald's working in like insurance now. Speaking of insurance, do you guys remember Jody Garrett? I do. Dude almost won rookie of the year. Okay. Had a nice little career. I was, I don't know why, but I was on his baseball reference page and I was literally given, you know, right below his pages on the mobile app was an advertisement for his insurance company. And I'm showing the guys right now on the, on this, on this. That's amazing. That there was some love that that's like inception level right there, which was just amazing, (laughs) but I'm going to post it on social. 
but Jody yeah, freaking Garrett, who almost yeah. was a rookie of the year and played five, six seasons, you know, had some mm-hmm. decent years here in Cleveland, went out to San Diego, had a couple decent years. I don't think he ever got paid. Obviously, you know, he had guys 44 years old and he's got a second career. Mm-hmm. Gotta do something. That's the kind yeah. of player we're talking about. Because yeah. for every Mike Trout, there are a hundred Jody Garretts. But and that's what it's about. I mean, that that's what this frame you know, the framework of this of these negotiations and why it's so contentious is that's exactly what it is, is that like you know, Major League Baseball salaries on average have gone down. So mm-hmm. while, yeah, you might have a Carlos Correa and a Francisco Lindor and these guys are going to make $35 million a year, the 98% of dudes are getting paid less well, than they were a few years ago. And, and, and as we were talking you before, know, how many guys, I mean, I know I, I've, I, I, I've used this name even just conversations with my brother, but a guy even more recently, like Kipnis, who's our age, he's entering his age 35 season this year. And he's, you know, toiling away in the minors. He's trying to win that pension or something, right? Probably. He probably is. The reason that I... I believe the reason that he's trying to break in is because his service time. He's trying yeah, to I think uh, he's just shy or something. Yeah. But in years past, at 35, that's when he kind of gets shown the door. He was shown the door two years, three years ago. It's getting to the yep. point now where once you hit 32, 33, by and large, a lot of teams are like, thanks, adios. There are exceptions to the rule. Don't get don't get us wrong. But um, right. But the but you're circle right. Back, circle He's back. He's earned fifty eight million dollars in his career, which is a heck of a I mean, that's a heck of a lot of money. You know, but still, you got to figure that forty percent has gone agents taxes and agents yep. and yeah, yep. But still, yep. you know, he'll, he'll do okay. But still, um, the reason I'm somewhat optimistic is because some things have agreed upon. Like and fundamental. So, yeah, there have been a few things. There, there's some things, yes. Yeah, all right. What, okay, go through, the, go through the things that have been agreed upon. So, things that have been agreed upon. Looks like the notes got... Did one of you guys delete some of these notes? Just to no. just to piss you off, yeah. I think you. I think one not of that I know did. of, <laughs> or maybe maybe the ghouls I, did it. Maybe the ghouls that ooh, run. Yeah, the Google dot ghouls. The Google tools, yeah. But so um, Universal DH, Universal DH is one. Another. There's going to be some form of draft lottery. Oh, that's interesting. But the okay, details like haven't really been hammered out. And then. Draft pick compensation. If you sign a player who got a qualifying offer, you're not going to lose picks any longer. Right. Which is actually kind of a big thing if you think about it, because there were a lot of guys that would get qualifying offers and teams would avoid them like the plague. Yep. For fear of losing those draft picks. So that's actually kind of a big one. 
And I it's agree. and it's such a formality. Like yes, the the Astros the Astros threw a qualifying offer out to Carlos Correa, knowing that he'd deny it. Yeah. And now whatever team signs him is going to lose the draft pick. Same with I mean, then Indians did it with a Carlos Santana. Yeah, I believe. So yeah, we did. Every team does it. So hopefully those guys, you know, moving forward aren't sitting around until, you know, whenever that draft pick compensation wears off midseason and can sign with a club and play a full season. However, like you guys did allude to, there are a lot of big things still that have not. It's like all the money. Yeah, yeah. All the so, yeah. things that have you know, figured the out. real meat of everything. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, the thing. Okay. Wh- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say real quick. So we talked, uh, we talked minimum salary. The other two things that are out there, the one that's not as far apart are like the competitive balance tax thresholds. The players want like a higher threshold, obviously. So teams spend more money. It's not far off from what the owners were throwing out there, which is fine the one that's hilarious is the pre-arbitration bonus pool it's so that is a mile and a half cavern so the players so the idea is that for pre-arbitration players whether it's like they they've been throwing around different ideas so like if a guy finishes like in the top of like the rookie of the year standings or if he's in the top 10 of like war or like something pre-arbitration i think there were even like just like benchmarks if they like yeah had like it just depends on the runs. money. Right. So uh, those pre-arb players would be subjected to a bonus pool, whatever the benchmark or whatever is. The players wanted it to be a pool of $100 million initially. And the owners were like, we will counter with $10 million. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. Or they wanted 105 Now it's down to 100 The The owners went from 10 to 15 So, like, it's so laughably far apart that it's like i don't even know if it'll happen in like a cba so but with new revenue streams that's no skin off their back that's the one thing i don't get about that one is as we that's just a like they're gonna they're gonna eventually give into it to some extent Sure. But it's going to be to chop the legs off of the players. And oh, yeah. It'll it'll probably That's come in at like... reason they're being stubborn about it. It'll yeah. come in at like $60 million or something like that. You'll have to be, you know, a, a, a unique unicorn. But I'm just thinking if every team, and we've brought this up, like, you know, new revenue streams of ex- expanded playoffs of uh, Jersey advertisements, which I don't love, but like, why can't some of that revenue be set aside for just that? Well, because you've got billion. Well, I mean, the easy answer is you've got bi- greedy billionaires who no, seem, seem to think right. that we pay, you know, we seem to, they seem to think we pay t- money for tickets because we want to see the owners or something that like, they're the reason right. that this game Mm-hmm. even happens where like if we just if we just kicked every owner out of baseball right now and just created some like commune you you'd have major league baseball tomorrow and it wouldn't look that it wouldn't look any different like the owners mean nothing they're just they're just rich people who have a toy basically yeah 
that that's just all it is. And so it's always been that way. You know, baseball yeah. more than like any other sport has like always been subjected subjected to like the whims of rich people more more so than almost any other. And the slowest moving, most conservative. Yes. I I don't mean that politically, but um, you know, set of like, yeah, rich people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do say, you know, baseball, it's like baseball is finally getting around to allowing gambling when every other sport has embraced it. They're so slow They're They want to see what all the other sports do. They want to give it two years and then focus group it and then give you a really bad version of whatever the the new thing is. And you're just like, (laughs) how is this possible? Yeah, by the time the A's move to Vegas, it's going to be. Yeah. I would just like to watch the games like, you know, I I really don't care. I I, I mean, I I do care what happens here in the CBA and stuff, but it's like more so than anything, like, could they just make the games like accessible, you know, for a lot of people who are either cord cutters or like live in a different city, like whether it's like blackout restrictions or the fact that Bally Sports has like all these regional sports networks over a barrel. Or, or all of us over a barrel because they own them all. It's like the, baseball, half the fans can't even watch the games. So they got, That's they got a lot of problems on the other too. end of this, too. There's there's a handful of things that I haven't even heard about. And actually, that that's that's a great one, Steve. Like, wh- where's the talk in that, you know, about baseball just saying, hey, we own MLB.TV. Everything is open to everyone. They can do that overnight. Yeah. I mean, it's the stuff that makes the most sense that the only reason, like we said, none of it happens is because of greed. There's, there's no other way to explain it. It's like, I look at, I look at sports like the NBA where the NBA is. So the NBA allowed their players to become like the stories you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they're the ones that dictate the storylines. And so, like, we got an NBA. The the dumbest thing ever is, like, the NBA All-Star team selection. Like, who the hell wants to watch that? And yet, it had some of the funniest TV I've ever seen because they were oh, all yeah, dogging. We were texting about it. It's great. We were texting about it because it was, like, they were dogging James Harden, and it was some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. And, like, I think about stuff like that. Guys are even playing in like, the game, too, which is the most funny thing in the at the end of the day that's the best part and i think you mentioned the nfl like players on an nfl sanctioned thing with like tony romo and sanctioned nfl announcers like shit talking a current like that would never happen the nfl is just lucky that the nfl is its own beast because they're lucky like you know people don't realize that like most of the product is shit and so they've got like a different kind of stranglehold, but baseball, and we've talked about this so many times is that like baseball has so many other problems here that this elongated lockout is just going to make things like worse. People aren't going to be like mad anymore. They're going to be apathetic. And it's like, yeah, and that's even worse. You're, you're, yes. You're like siphoning fans off left and right. And like, eventually it's just going to be like, people are going to be like, I, we don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. So, so to that point, and and this is why I'm 
remaining a little bit more optimistic is I read today that if if something can be agreed upon, big if, I, I realize this, but if something could be re- agreed upon that would allow the players roughly four weeks to ramp up, we probably don't miss a game. That okay, happen, that's what like, I was going to ask. So we We're have like about like two, two like we got like two more weeks. Do you think they get there? Like I, I don't think we're in danger of losing a season so, or anything like that. But like I could see us losing a month of the season. Yeah, yeah, and 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 with with my luck, you know, I bought opening day tickets. So perfect. Yes, yeah. that's it's bound to happen. Of course you did, yes. Supposed to be, yeah, I would be going with you on yes. my birthday to the first ever Guardians game. Yeah. And was supposed to be this a would be the year day. that, yeah, that would have been a really fun little thing. But I am not, so I, I just, I feel like this is one of those situations where it's a real like sort of crossroads for baseball and the players are rightfully unified in how they feel about things because the game is like fundamentally broken in a lot of ways, but one of the biggest mm-hmm. being like comp- fair compensation for players and like the structure of, you know, how teams operate. And it just seems like there's so many like structural issues going on that it's like, I, someone's going to have to break. And I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it's just going to get really crazy. And maybe once the prospect of actual games get like thrown out there being of those being lost, like maybe that's like what will drive pe- them to like do something quicker. But like, yeah, I could see probably a month, two months of a season, like, like a June 1st start maybe because they'll play hardball with each other during what would be the normal spring training. And it's going to be like who blinks first, mm-hmm. and you know, it'll come. It'll get to a point where it's like, hey, we're all losing a lot of money here mm-hmm. again. You know, since they did in twenty twenty two. So it's like they'll 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 probably lose a couple months of the season, call it a victory on each other's sides, and like they they get to the edge you know it's like they'll probably like push each other to the edge and then that'll you got that then, helps the guardians right a shorter season less likelihood for pitchers getting injured josh naylor might does be able to start though? the season who knows yeah does it <laughs> because i mean without the proper ramp up don't you think more injuries could occur though too well that's why well that's why it'll be later though because they might go a month and a half into the and they might go the month into spring training. They're still going to need to have a version of spring training. Yeah. And I can just be like, agree, you know, and then tomorrow they start the season. So there'll be but another even, but even three a, weeks, four a weeks. Truncated, you know, let's call it three and a half, four weeks spring training. I mean, well, I actually think, I don't even know about injuries, but I actually think it would hurt the Guardians in the sense that. Like guys like Tyler Freeman and some of these other younger prospects who could like come up during the season, it would be harder for them to do so and contribute because That's they're on point. the they're well, on the forty man. Yes, so they can't play yeah. in the minors. 
So there's yeah. actually like no way that they could really get like ramped up to potentially get called up. It's like I, I would see that hurting them in some cases. That's that's a good point. We should mention that the minor league season's still gonna go on, but those individuals that are on the forty man can't participate in the minor league season. And the fact that the Guardians have, what, like 700 minor leaguers on our 40-man? You know, all the middle yeah. infield depth? Well, let me ask. Well, here's a that, question. Because the minor leaguers are still going to do spring training, does actually Cactus League play start no matter what on February 26th? When when do minor leaguers I saw somebody. I saw some somebody was already in camp today. I can't remember who it was, but... It was God. He was he was lower in the system. Obviously, he might have reached Lake County at most, but he was in Goodyear practicing today. I just don't know if like with the minor leaguers, but if they minor if they league keep camp also, schedule also minor league camp also was a little bit delayed though too. I think they kind of started like a week later because they're really off in their own world. Pretty much, it's, always, in the back it's like fields, it's yeah. like split squad stuff, you yeah. know. So, I actually, yeah, they wouldn't be like they're not gonna like. Tra- well, they can't, they can't travel and stuff because it's not sanctioned stuff. So it's like, who's who would be paying for that? What do you, you mean, know, they will go travel. to camp. They can still play well, their like, games. No, they could play their games, but like, who who's paying for them to like, like the they wouldn't travel club. the way that they would in a normal Cactus League schedule. Yeah, they will. Why wouldn't they? They're not the ones being know. affected by this. As everything I've read is the minor league spring training and the minor league season is. Progressing but they wouldn't as, play. But they're not playing the same Cactus League schedule. That no, 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 they're not. Like you said, they're playing those split squad field squid squat split squad games, and then they're also playing minor league games i don't think there's as yeah, much right. travel with those guys yeah i think that's why you see and a I lot of those camps that are like dual teams right right it's gonna be you a know, lot of so playing the red lot of system yes exactly and then right. whoever is you know within a probably but 20 that, 25 minute bus drive right but that official February 26th Cactus League play, like, that's not happening because that would be. Well, not with 40-man guys, at least. <sighs> that's so confusing. I don't, it's like, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll find out on February 26th. Allow, yeah. yeah they allow I mean, that to happen while they're still in the midst of this? Like, yeah. yeah it, it just goes it, to show you it how is weird. Up it is weird. I mean, there's. There's so, no two ways around it. All right. So just kind of wrapping it up, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as optimistic as you guys, but maybe <laughs> once like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But like once I, I would argue, maybe the only thing I could say is that like once the actual prospect of the season is in doubt, is in doubt. Yeah. Maybe I there's like an that. 11th, an 11th hour thing where it's just like, Holy shit, we need to do this and it happens. They they push each other to that edge like I said. 
I, I, I would, I'm scared that it could be like June because like, although we could watch like some cool KBO stuff, but I don't, I, I want to also watch major league baseball. So I, I don't know. If that means the KBO baseball makes its way overseas, I'm for it. That's a whole other topic. What's that? The ball, the KBO ball. That, oh, that yeah, we talked about Japanese ball. ball and the KBO yeah, we've ball. talked about yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I hope they come out with some crazy ass shit where it's like we're switching to a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> and we like, we just want all the runs scored yeah. this year. Well, it's he, actually, basically, be uh, a men's softball league. Here's one more thing, quick before we go. Is like, like I said, you know, all right. So the CBA will happen, all that good stuff at some point, and you know, we'll be off and playing. But like, yeah, there are still like so many fundamental issues with the game because one of the things, speaking about the ball, is that like, there's pretty ample ample evidence that like Major League Baseball over the past few seasons has been giving a juiced ball mm-hmm. to primetime games so that like guys were hitting more home runs and stuff and then giving them a dead ball in like normal games. So like major league baseball is like clearly manipulating (laughs) what's happening on the field to some extent. So there's like, I that's a subject for another episode where we're going to have to rattle off. Like that might be a good episode is like the top 100 problems of major league baseball right now, because I could think of like 50 right now. And there's so many other things too. Like, they one of the first things they came out and said were like, well, there's not gonna be any rule changes in the CBA. Then wh- what have you guys been doing the last two years with these like minor league like robo umps and what's his face from the Cubs and uh, Red Sox being like the rules are uh, Theo Epstein? Like, oh crap. What Theo Epstein, yeah. I almost said Jeffrey. Wow. That's a whole different topic. You know, they would. Major League Baseball would friggin' hire him. We're going to put Bill Cosby in charge of yeah, like, the Bill rules Cosby, committee. Bill Cosby, O.J. Simpson, and, the, and Jeffrey Epstein are now Jeez. in prominent roles within Major League Baseball. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. That's our little, I guess that's our little spiel on the current state of the the CBA, which is to say we're still pretty far apart. So you could probably assume we'll be it's doing confusing. another one in a couple of weeks. It's it's I'm confused about like some of the minor league stuff, obviously. So there's a lot going on here, but both sides are like kind of talking. So God only knows, but it's standby. Standby, baby. So <laughs> what were you going to say? What was stand stand back and stand by? Or what was the, what did, uh, Trump say during that debate with the Proud Boys. <laughs> Remember that? When oh, was like, oh, oh, was it a, oh! I mean, who don't cares? Stand point, down, right? but that's what it sounded like. Stand down and stand by. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. Stand oh. back and stand by. Yeah, something like that. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna co-op that phrase and use it for for good. So, yeah, just uh, stand by on that front because. We'll probably have to do another one of these in like two weeks when we start having to like get real serious about losing games, but maybe not. So in the meantime, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Be sure to also follow us on social at Cal Penal Pod, and for the love of God, pray pray to any god that you have uh, that a season starts either on time or as quickly as humanly possible. See you guys later.